Green Mountain Chronicles was originally produced for radio by the Vermont Historical Society in the 1980s. We're re-releasing them today as retro podcasts. Please note that any resources the podcast recommends may be out of date. We recommend you check out our website, vermonthistory.org, for the most up-to-date information. Green Mountain Chronicles number 2. A Symphony is Born, the Vermont Symphony Orchestra. The most important thing about the symphony is that it's the oldest state symphony in the United States. The reason we're the first state symphony is that in 19, actually in 1939, uh, we were voted some money by the state legislature. Um, actually, it was money to go down to the 1939 World's Fair and perform there as an orchestra. And from that time on, every year, the state has annually supported the symphony. 1934, and a young New Yorker, Dr. Alan Carter, founds the statewide Vermont Symphony Orchestra, as the late Morris Block of Burlington, manager of the VSO in the 1980s, recalls. He's a professional musician in New York and had a string quartet. He settled in the Woodstock area. His first thing was to get people organized there in Woodstock to have a committee to start this state symphony, this dream of his. To think that he pulled it off is just, and that we lasted this long, is just beyond belief. He had friends in the music world. He would bring up people like Arau or Serkin or all of his friends who would come and play for the orchestra for free um, just because of his personality and, 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 and the friendships that he had made while in New York. He loved Vermont and he loved to conduct. Lou Levy of Montpelier was a professional vaudeville musician before he joined the VSO in 1936. And through the help of some people in Middlebury, you know, very wealthy people, he either organized this orchestra. He did everything himself, and he managed it. He raised funds himself. I don't know how the man kept, you know, the orchestra, you know, to keep going all the years. But he was so handsome and so good-looking and uh, full of vitality and appeal that people, you know, loved him. But for the first ten years or so, he did everything himself, which was, you know, remarkable, remarkable. And many times, uh, uh, while their funds were low, we were not paid for our mileage, we were not paid for the concert season, but we kept on going anyway. It was a funny thing. They used to have rehearsals uh, at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. Half the orchestra rehearsed in the north part of the state, and the other half rehearsed in the southern part. And on the days of the concert, they got together and, and rehearsed the whole orchestra. The roads were secondary, you know, even, you know, the main road into Burlington. And when we made, you know, the hill on high, it was wonderful. I remember one bus ride uh, where the bus could make no the hill, and the majority of the bus musicians, male mostly, all went to the back of the bus and he'll push it up <laughs> on top of the hill. It was the first rural symphony. We had postmen, we had mail clerks, we had bank presidents, everybody playing in this orchestra, and we still have a little bit of that feeling. I mean, there's still that hardship that's just you don't have living in an urban situation and that tends to bind people together in the orchestra. I remember when, of course, when the Vermont Symphony was started and... On one occasion, as Helen St. John, then of Middlebury, recalls, Carter passed the baton to a guest conductor. This very elderly man 
was conducting that night, and he was a farmer. And he showed it in his body movements and all. He was uh, a rugged sort of person. Remember his hands up, how delicate they were. And they were all gnarled. They were gnarled. All I could think of was an apple tree. But the, his, uh, he was, uh, the sensitivity of the man showed in his hands. I remember um, some of the f first people that went to this orchestra were farmers. There's no question about it. I mean, we used to play down at speedways in different places. The response was wonderful all over. At one Bond concert uh, uh, during intermission, a farmer came over to me and said, this is better than all hell, old-fashioned music, he said. Just like that, yes. And it was their first experience hearing, you know, the orchestra play. And they all said, come back again, come back again. Thanks for listening. This podcast was remastered by me, Amanda Gustin, and released by the Vermont Historical Society. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to get future episodes and rate and review it. Please also check out our website, vermonthistory.org, where you can find background information on these episodes, as well as other ways you can learn about Vermont history from home. The Vermont Historical Society relies on support from generous donors to preserve and share Vermont's stories. During these uncertain times, your support is needed now more than ever. Please consider donating today at vermonthistory.org donate.